Welcome to the Shelton Church of the Nazarene podcast. On this podcast, you'll hear sermons that have been preached on our Sunday morning gatherings. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoy. Other, I guess? I don't know. Last week, if you weren't here, and this, children, don't, you don't have to pay attention. I'm going to like talk for five minutes to the adults for a second, but don't totally check out because you have to pay attention. You have to come help me do a thing in a second. Last week, we talked about essentials. We talked about how it's important that we're on the same page about really big deal things. Today, we're going to kind of talk about one of those interesting, interestingly connected to our essentials beliefs. But just so you know what an essential is, according to our church and our beliefs, it's who Jesus is. That Jesus died for our sins, that he rose again on the third day, that he loves us deeply, that we serve a big God that's the creator of the universe, and that his word tells us about who he is. And one of those things that's curious is when Jesus dies for our sins, we can have salvation, which means that salvation allows us to go where when we die? Say it loud. Heaven. Heaven. So, in Revelation 21, we get a picture of what heaven looks like. So, kids, and this is is the first part you're going to help me with. And I know that normally... You're not allowed to do this, so we're going to try to make it as non-chaotic as possible. Raise your hand to answer the question. If you heard what I said, raise your hand. Kason, did you not hear what I said? Okay, cool. All right, first question. What do you think heaven's going to be like? Raise your hand, Landon. You're already talking with us. Ethan, you were first. So there's going to be people in Jesus up there. Anything else? What, Landon? Never mind. <laughs> Me and uh, what, you in the back. Let's go. Say it loud. It's going to be good? Sweet. What about, I was pointing to your brother, but that's cool. You both can share. A hot tub of jelly beans in heaven. <laughs> You know, it doesn't specifically say you can't do that in heaven, so. Me and Aaron were talking about what we wanted in heaven. I said, I hope there are V8s. And then Aaron said, I thought you would have said coffee. And I was like, you're right. I hope there's coffee in heaven as well, because coffee would be swell. Anyone else? Anyone else? What, what is heaven going to be like? What? You have one? It's going to be cool? Yeah, I hope it's going to be cool thermostat-wise, too. I'd rather it not be like over 80 degrees. There's going to be houses in heaven? Okay, next question, children. What do you think your favorite part of heaven will be? Ethan, already with answers. Let's go. Seeing Abraham Lincoln is going to be your favorite part of heaven? All right. God's going to be your favorite part in the back? Seeing whoever made the world. I'm going to have some questions. Yeah, Jaden? Girl Jaden, sorry, not boy Jaden. What? <laughs> Seeing the people that have passed, so like family members and loved ones. Any others? Kason. What? Getting to see Jesus? God and Jesus? Those are all awesome. Do you know that the Bible? Okay. Moses? You want to see Moses? Moses, me. 
Me and your dad were literally just talking about Moses before this. Did you know that? Were you listening? No? I didn't think so. That's curious. You saw me talking about it? Of course you did. Of course you say you did. Did you guys know that the Bible tells us a little bit about what heaven is going to look like? Here's the deal, guys. In Revelation chapter 21, there is this very big, very colorful description of what heaven is going to look like, and I need your help so that the rest of the church can kind of get a real-life picture of what it looks like. So if you are between 5-ish or 10-ish, and if you're one of my specifically special helpers, I need you to come to the front right now. Come on, all the kids, let's go, up front. Nathaniel, you go on the blue side. Jaden, you're on this side. So we're going to give you coloring utensils, and these only go on the things that we're coloring on. Not on hands, not on shirts, not on pants, not on carpet, not on faces. I feel like you guys aren't listening closely enough. This is already making me nervous. <laughs> Here's the deal. Find a spot up on the stage or down on the floor and get ready to draw. Coloring only on what? Only on this, not on your friends, right? We're not going to color on our friends. This is dangerous. I don't know whose idea this was, but man, it was absolutely my idea. Here, there you go. I did not. Debbie might have. I don't know. Ha <laughs> ha. No Hobby Lobby. I was, I was giving grief about my lack of Hobby Lobby experience. All right, children, here's the deal. Don't break it, Lennon. It's going to be harder to draw on, dude. Here's the deal. Don't start drawing yet, Lily. I haven't explained it yet. Oh, my Lanta. Pause. All children, hands up. Pause. Listen, here's how it's going to go. I am going to read from the Bible. I'm going to read a description. What is the description? I'm going to explain what the Bible says heaven looks like. I want you, and there's not a right way or a wrong way to do this, but to the best of your abilities, I want you to write down what you hear. I want you to try to paint and draw this picture of heaven that I'm reading from this book, okay? And I'm actually not going to just read it word for word from the Bible, but if you guys want to have your books open to Revelation 21, we're going to be starting basically in verse 9. So here's the deal, guys. There's a lot to heaven. So I would suggest that when you start drawing the part that talks about a city, start to draw the city in the middle. Lily, you literally cannot stop drawing, can you? Oh, my lanta. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Here's what the Bible says. Get a marker. Get ready to start drawing. There is a city in heaven that we're going to talk about, and it is called Jerusalem. And by the way, there is going to be special parent help if you want to. If you want to help your children, if they know how to read and write and write down words, there is going to be special extra Bible verses you can look up to, to make it really authentic, because it doesn't really matter. It's not that important. But if you want to help your kids, it is on a very high mountain. 
It is a very big square building on a very high mountain. A very big square city on a very high mountain. In fact, it says it's 1,500 miles by 1,500 miles wide and long and 1,500 miles tall. So start drawing a city next to a mountain. Oh, okay, I'll try not to step on Maddie. Sorry, I'm going to stop and look at what they're doing for a second. You guys will see. I promise. It's coming. You will see soon what they're drawing. A very tall mountain and a very big square city. Do you want me to keep going or do you need a little more time drawing that? Oh, she's going super hardcore drawing everything. All right, the next thing, it says that it has super thick walls and they're covered in all kinds of jewels. So the walls, yeah, it says that. It, has, it says the walls are super shiny, they have all sorts of jewels. And it says that the wall is made of jasper, and I think jasper might be one of the things that's in there. Which one's jasper? Don't do the wrong one. Is jasper, that's jasper? Kids, look on the screen. This is the color of jasper. It says this is the, I know there's a couple colors there, but you can pick. This is the color that it says the walls are. It says they're super thick and they're covered in all kinds of jewels. I'm pretty sure you have a marker in your little can that might match that color. You don't have to make the walls of your city that exact color, but that's what the Bible says the walls are made out of in one of those verses somewhere in there. Okay, it's going to get a little more complicated. And if you already drew your city, that's okay. But guess what? How many of you drew a gate? It says it has 12 gates. I know, right? Try to draw 12 gates. Can you draw 12 gates? 12 gates in the city. That's what it says. It says there's 12 gates in the city. Three, exactly right. Three on each side, since it's a square, there are three gates on each side, and three times four is what, Ethan? Twelve. So depending on the perspective you're using in your drawing, maybe you're only going to draw three. Keep drawing with more colors, dude. Draw different colors on there. Can you draw a mountain? Draw me a mountain. It says the gates are open and they will never shut. It says each gate is made out of a single pearl. So what color are pearls normally? Keep drawing more mountains, dude. There's more room on there. I want that whole thing to be covered in color. It says, and this is where if parents want to help, but honest, honestly, if they haven't even drawn gates yet, come and check and go with it. I don't know. If you want to know what's on the different gates, it says the 12 tribes of Israel are written on each gate. If you want to know the 12 tribes of Israel, your parents can come and read Genesis 35, verses 22 through 26, which is basically where they list Jacob's sons, who are the names of the tribes of Israel. So how many gates does the city have, kids? Twelve. Twelve. What shape is the city? Twelve. What color is it? Jasper. All right, what are these? Are these gates? Nice. Start drawing your city. We only have so much time. Draw faster. We only have so much time. Is that the city on top? Are you drawing all the gates too? 
Oh my goodness. So here's the next fun part, guys. How many of you need a couple more seconds for drawing your gates? How many gates are you at, Ethan? One, two. You're close. All right, we'll wait. We'll wait a little longer. 12 gates, 12 tribes of Israel. Are these gates? Awesome. And this is the really big multicolored mountain? Awesome. This is going to be really good. You don't have enough room? Well, draw them creatively. Here's the next thing, guys, while we're drawing gates. What is, what does the Bible say about building on stone versus sand? What is that called? Do you guys remember in some of your children's church lessons? Don't build on sand. Why? It's going to float away. What is it called? What, what you build on has a name, and it starts with F. What is it called? Foundation. Foundation. So I know this is going to be weird to draw, but look at me. All the kids, look at me for a second. Right now, we're on cement, right? Underneath the church is cement. Good one, dude. Oh, my goodness. We're on carpet. We're on carpet, and then we're on cement. So the Bible actually says that the city of Jerusalem is built on a foundation that has 12 different layers. So I don't know how you've drawn your city yet, but you need to be able to draw what's underneath it. Can you guys do that? Jaden, you have room to draw foundations. Perfect. Here's the deal, guys. We're going to color the foundations of the city. Is this number one, by the way? Okay. So here we go, guys. The same color as the walls is the first layer of the foundation. So look up at the screen. That is the color of the first foundation. Look in your can of markers and see if you can match that color. Do you guys get that color? Or does it need to be up on the front a little bit longer? That color. I know, it's multicolored. That's the point. Is it frustrating? That's basically the first. You're right. So make the first foundation that color. You're going to have to make room for 12. You don't have any of those colors? Well, there's more jars up here. Here's Sam. See if you can get one out of here. The second foundation. Not yet? Okay, hold on. We're waiting. Not yet. Don't reveal it yet, Aaron. Hold on. That was really close. Aaron's about to push the button really hard. Are you ready? All right, the second foundation. Go, Aaron. This is called sapphire. This is the second foundation. And for the record, there might be different shades of these stones, but this is what Google showed me, okay? I'm not a gemologist. So I'm sure there are other colors of each of these stones. So take it up with somebody that knows more about stones, because it's not me. Also, depending on the version of Bible you are reading, the different foundational names might have slight deviations from what I will call them. So this is the second foundation. It's this color. Did you guys match this color? Yeah. Not yet? Yeah? Jaden, you got it? That's your second level? Okay, the third one is called Chalcedony. Really fun name. Go, Aaron. This is the third level. This is the third foundational color. Look up front, guys. Look up at the screen. 
This is the third foundation color. And by the way, almost all of these have slight different hues and variations. So once again, get mad at Google, not me, if you find a different color representation. Try to see that color. Maddie, see the color on the screen? Try to color it on here. Try to find that color and put it on your paper. You're already done? That's crazy. All right, you ready for the next la layer down? You ready, Landon? All right, this is the next one. This is the fourth one. This is the fourth one. It's called emerald. Can you guys match that color? How many of you guys have seen The Wizard of Oz? It's called the Emerald City because it's green. I think Seattle's called the Emerald City, maybe? Is that what it's called? It's because of all the mildew. It's because of all the... Oh, trees. I, I grew up in Arizona. I just assume it's because of all the moisture. It's just the mold, right? It's the mold and the mildew. That's what it is. All the buildings are moldy. It's also what kryptonite looks like. You're right. All right, you guys have that foundational color down? All right, the fifth one is called sardonyx. This is what it looks like. Can you guys match that color? Try to match that color. I don't know, you might have to combine colors or do really dark brown. Be creative, Landon. I know you can do it, I believe in you. You can problem solve. I know you can do it. Are the kids over there doing good too? I can't see them. I decided to not trip over little ones anymore. There's black. Hey, Landon, there's a black right here. Oh, we figured it out. Are you guys ready for the sixth layer down? It's called carnelian. That's what it looks like. Carnelian. Carnel Can you say that word? Carnelian. Good job, Nathaniel. Let's go. Again, Google, again, Google image results. That's where I'm getting them from. <laughs> true story, true story. All right, you guys got that sixth one down? Hey, we're halfway there. We have six more we gotta put on our papers. You gotta save room, okay? The seventh one is called chrysolite. This is what it looks like, maybe. Maybe it's what it looks like, I don't know. Ask Google, ask a gemologist. It looks like a deformed. Aaron, are you hungry? Aaron is thinking of Jolly Ranchers right now. This is the seventh level. The seventh foundational layer. You guys got that color matched? You got it? Uh-oh, Jaden, you're maxing out your paper really good, huh? All right, the eighth color. The eighth stone is called Boreal. And guess what? Boreal has multicolors in it. It's all of the colors. So pick your favorite or do all of them. Or I don't know. It's up to you. It's your paint. It's your colors. It's your markers. It's your artwork.
It doesn't have to be green. You could pick the blue one. You could do pink. Ethan, you could do the pink one, right? Lily's going to pick the pink one. I almost guarantee it. Extra credit. <laughs> what kind of extra credit are you getting? Are we ready for the ninth layer? Three more to go. The ninth one is called topaz. Look at that color. The ninth one is topaz. Again, some of these stones have variations in coloration. Betty, Betty Bloomberg. <laughs> Betty, if you want, you can come and color up here with the children as well and pick your own color for your own foundation. You can do that. You're totally allowed to. You ready for the 10th already? Hey, is everyone else ready for the 10th color? Hurry, hurry, hurry. The adults are getting restless. Hurry. <laughs> That's kind of what I was saying. <clears throat> All right. Hey, we're going to put the 10th color up. Ready? It's called Chrysopraise or something like that. You might have in your KJV like Chrysoporus or something like that. This is a weird one. It looks like the food they sell for the end of the world. Don't eat that. That's a rock. Don't eat that. <coughs> you had to go make sure? Yeah, you pretty much are smashing that foundation apart. Okay, that was 10. We got two more colors. You guys almost done with your foundations? I know you do because you went, you went yard on that one layer, the seventh or eighth layer. No, it's cool, dude. Don't worry about it. The 11th is called Jacinth or Jacinth. Look at that color. That's number 11. <coughs> color that on your page. Hurry. Because I still have to ask you about it. Oh, my Lanta. Color it, dude. Hurry. Got to match that color. Look at that, Maddie. That looks just like it. The 12th, hey, you got that 11th color in your head? Because I'm going to go to the 12th one. The 12th one's called Amethyst. Ooh, so pretty. Ooh, ah. Apparently, this is approved by everybody. This is the correct color. I didn't realize we had such gem coloration critics amongst our uh, congregants. That's the last time I talk about such a controversial topic, I'll tell you that. I will never bring up colors of gems ever again. Those are not essentials. You were paying attention, A.A. Ron. Look at that. Hey, while you're finishing it up, there's a couple more things it says about your city. Do you guys have room for anything else on your coloring pages? You're killing it, dude. Well, I don't know. It's up to you. It's all about your creative process there, Jaden. All right, here's the rest of what it says in the book of Revelation, chapter 21, uh, 9, verse 22, 5. So it actually goes into chapter 22 as well. It says the streets are paved of gold. So gold's actually like such not a big deal that you basically can walk on it. But it also says that gold in heaven is clear. So good luck drawing that. 
I mean exactly what I said. The Bible says the streets are gold and the gold is clear. I don't know, dude. You're the artist, man. You're the one that's coming up with this vision. You're writing down what you're hearing. It says that there's not a temple or a church because Revelation says that God, Jesus, whatever you want to call the creator of the universe, is our living temple. So how many of you have actually drawn God on your paper? Just maybe draw a really shiny thing that's shiny. Because the Bible actually says in heaven there isn't a sun. Because God's really, really bright. You drew a sun? Okay, draw a body. Pretend it's a head or something like that. I don't know. It also says heaven's clean. So how many of you, how many of you, you could maybe clean your rooms a little bit better before we get to heaven? How many of you have dirty rooms? Admit it. Admit it. How many of you have really messy rooms at home right now? Admit it. Raise your hands, all of you. The Bible says heaven's clean, y'all. Just wanted you to know that. Barely. We could talk to your mom about that. I'm sure your mom and dad have something else to say about your room. Yeah, she said, it's not that messy. So, okay. Your mom approved. Okay, good job. I stand corrected, Jaden. It also has a river of living water that shines like crystal that flows from God's th throne. Uh, there's a river, and it flows from a throne. Almost done? Whatever color you want it. There's a throne with a river flowing it from it. There's also a tree next to that river that has 12 different kinds of fruit. 12. Oh, if you can't fit it, you can't fit it. 12 kinds of fruit, I'm telling you. There's a river and a throne and a tree with some fruit. And it also says no one gets sick, which is pretty swell. I'm tired of being sick. Oh, my goodness. Hopefully I have a little bit more color than I did last week when everyone said, we're really worried, Pastor. You look like you're about to pass out. It's because I felt like I was about to pass out. So here's the deal. Adults, while the children are finishing up their colors, while they're finishing up their artwork, it strikes me as important for us to all learn some fun lessons from this exercise. How many of you, and you don't have to say it out loud or acknowledge it, but how many of you have been to a Bible study where perhaps you read a few verses or a chapter from the Bible and someone didn't get the same thing from it that you did? Hmm. How many of you have perhaps even read some chapters in a very... Very uh, fun book, go to the last slide. Very fun book called Revelation. And you've heard like 25 different versions of what a chapter says. And you almost can't even make up your mind what is right or what is wrong. You don't have the, the title slide. The one that says the end, that one. That whatever, the first last slide. What we're going to see is 12-ish different variations, 12 different perspectives, 12 different takes on the exact same chapter of the Bible. And what's fun is kids aren't like upset about having different colored artwork, right? They can draw colors, but if I had 12 adults draw the same artwork, guess what would be happening the whole time? They're using that color over there? Oh, I don't know. Wait, he used, how come he's drawing it that way? The kids are like, I don't care. Maddie's like, look at mine, mine's the best. Right, Maddie? By the way, where did Maddie go? This is Maddie's, and he already basically said this is what's up. 
<laughs> All right, kids. Are you guys about done? Oh, we can't rush art. We can't rush art, apparently. Hurry up! We gotta go fast. Okay, you two can go right now. I'm gonna ask questions. I'll ask you two the last questions. Who's ready to display their artwork? Landon, come here. Stand on this chair right here. Stand right here. I'm giving you permission this one time. Never again. All right. Explain your artwork. No? Oh, Landon. All right, I'll hold it. This is Landon. I think I can see some foundations, right? Is that what this is, Landon? Did you draw some gates? Is this a mountain? You gotta tell me what stuff is. That's, I was trying to ask you. The green thing is a mountain. What's all the blue stuff? It looks like a diamond. So you drew a really large diamond. What is that? Gates. Gates. And then this is a mountain. And this is the tree. Looks like your mom drew that. <laughs> Good job, Landon. Who's next? I need another kid. Come on, Sadie. Stand up here and turn it around. I'll hold it and you can explain it. Is this a mountain? What is all this stuff? Are those the foundations? What is this? The gates? What's this? The sun and who's in it? God, good job. All right, hey, once you color and show us your artwork, go sit down with your parents or guardians, please. Who's next? All right, let's go. Stand up here. What is this? Yeah, what is this right here? This is the house. The house? Yeah. Who's that? Jesus. That's Jesus. And this is the sun. The sun? What's this down here? These are all the diamonds. The diamonds? Yeah. What's this pink stuff? I knew pink was going to be on here. Gates. The gates. Good job, Lily. Go sit down. Are you up next? No? Who's next? All right, other Jones kid, let's go. This is the mountain. And this is the road. That's the road. Lake and the lake, the tree. The tree. And the is that the walls of the city? Jesus. That's Jesus. And that's all the, and that's all the foundations. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> Kaysen. Hey, Kaysen, Shelby wants a picture. She, she didn't get your picture. Who's next? Come on, let's go. Let's go, boy, Jaden. You're tall enough, you don't have to stand on a chair. What? So what is this? The city and what is all the multicolored? Is this, these are all the different foundational layers? And is this the mountain that it's on? <laughs> and this is the God, the son that says, what's up? It literally runs, what's up? Oh, what is this one? Oh, this is the aerial view. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, keep it. Go sit back down where you were sitting. Who's left? That's cool, Sam. Let's do it. Come on. 
What is that? That's one of the buildings, and what are these? Those are the layers of the foundation, I'm pretty sure. You were matching colors all the way down. What's this? The tree, and what's this? The sun, and who's in it? A pink person. That works for me, dude. Good job. Take it and sit down with your dad. All right, you're just chill your grills. I gave you the extra time so you could be perfectionist. All right, let's go, dude. Jason, what do we got going on? Um, these are the foundational colors. Here is Jesus's house. Um, the these are the gates. Um, the blue is the river. The fruits are technically diamonds in this picture that uh that uh, protect heaven from all the bad people. And this is the road. Awesome. And, and this is the mountain? Yeah, and Jesus is saying the road. Can I keep it? Yeah, keep it. All right. Good job. You're completed? Okay. Here's the, here's the deal. We're going to break down this thing real quick. Get your artwork and stand over there. And you get your artwork and stand over there on the steps because we're going to ask questions together. So I gave them the bigger ones, and I already told them they are going to be drawing. So I basically wanted them to have, uh, you can stand all the way up, Jaden. The rest of you can take a seat for now, guys. It's cool. The rest of you, or did you get a chance to explain yours? Oh, yeah, she's the one that didn't want to do it. Okay, that's fine. So I already gave these two heads up. I said, you're going to help me draw a thing. I didn't tell the other kids that, so I didn't know if it was going to make a difference if they're already thinking, I wonder what I'm drawing. How am I going to draw? Blah, 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 blah. But... Since there's not a right or a wrong about this, are these the same pictures? Are they different looking? Do they have differences in them? But were they drawn from the same scripture? Hey, do you have a foundation on yours, Jaden? Where is it? Point it out. Nice. Where's yours, Nathaniel? Yours is like two-thirds of it. Is the foundation the bottom two-thirds of your picture? Awesome. Do you have the walls of the city on yours? Not yet. What about you, Jaden? Okay, that's cool. Do you have gates? Right there. Where's your gates, Ethan? That's awesome. Do you guys both have a tree on yours? Where's your tree? There's two, and they do they have 12 different colored fruit on them? Multicolored fruit on them. Do you guys have a throne? Right there. Do you have a river? And do you have a mountain? Wow, look at that. So here's the deal, church. Did we read the same passage of scripture together? Imagine that. It's like there's a metaphor there or something. It's like there's a metaphor. Guys, thank you very much. Let's give them a round of applause. You can go sit down. You can take, hey, you can, you can take the markers and color one more thing on there if you're, like, seriously super concerned about your artwork not being finished. Whatever. That is fine. Church, it's really fun to have children help teach us important truths. It's really fun for us to be reminded sometimes that, guess what? There's a matter of perspective that needs to be taken into consideration when we read some of the more potentially divisive books of the Bible. It's really interesting that a very basic explanation resulted in essentially 12 different works of art. Were any two of those pictures the same? 
Were they all different in pretty drastic ways? However, were they all pictures of the same thing in some way or another as well? Were they all pictures of heaven? And a mountain and a city and gates and rivers and fun different colored stone foundations that we can argue about the colors of. I'm just, sorry, sorry, I just got fixated about Google and the colors of things. Here's the important metaphor, here's the important lesson, because next week, church, it's Horsemen of the Apocalypse. Not for you. Don't worry about it, that's why we colored heaven today, oh my goodness. It's interesting that we can all be reading from the same book, but each one of us gets something a little different out of it. It's interesting that, that perhaps we should allow ourselves room to have those different perspectives be discussed and shared. And just like we talked about last week, in essence, we need to be united. In non-essentials, we can have some liberty, but in everything we do, we need to have charity. We need to extend grace and be understanding with one another. If we can't do that, we're going to have some problems. We're going to get really bent out of shape about pictures on a piece of paper. So this next week, church, that's where we're going to be. We're going to be talking about the rest of the, the fun scrolls and bowls and the seven seals and all the different things that Revelation has to offer us. But this week, oh man, spilled all the markers. But this week we're going to end on an uplifting note. See, what Revelation shares at the end of the book is this optimistic view of our eternity. It says that heaven is going to come down and touch earth. And all these fun and beautiful pictures uh, represent, represent what heaven will look like. And that Jesus wants us to, to dwell in this place with him for all eternity. And Jesus makes it possible for us to do this. Today we're going to commemorate one of those those really meaningful, tangible, essential things that we believe. And because children are with us, we do that on purpose so that they understand that there's something at work more than just whether their favorite song got played on a Sunday morning. This morning we're going to partake in something called a means of grace, which is something to be celebrated. It's a tangible expression of the love our God has for us. It's a physical representation of Jesus, because Jesus let his body be broken, and he let his blood be shed, so that we can go to this cool place with all the cool rocks that we can argue and debate about the colors of, and the fun shiny river, and the different fruit, and the throne, and all of the things. We get to go there and have fun with Jesus. So this morning, before you come and participate in this communal act when you take from the bread and drink from the cup, remember that Jesus did it for each and every one of you. And he did it knowing full well the different perspectives you bring to this story. That Jesus, in fact, wants you to be a part of this thing we call church because it adds to the richness of the witness that we have collectively. That Jesus made a way for us to go and dwell with him for all eternity in heaven. And we get to celebrate that this morning. Amen? When you are ready, church, would you come to receive the body that is broken and the blood that was shed so that we can live with Jesus in eternity? When you're ready, come down this aisle.
his body broken for you. Okay. Thanks for listening to today's sermon. If you would like to know more about our church, please visit us at sheltonnaz.org. You can hear more sermons, you can tithe online, and you can see our current events. Thanks again for listening. We will see you next time.